It's Monday, and welcome back to the Joust About Careers podcast. This is the place to learn about careers from the people who are actually in the trenches every day. I'm your host, Brian Brott, and my guest today is Megan Muzzy, a Van Buren graduate who is a merchandise associate with the Atlanta Braves and coach for the Georgia Tech competitive figure skating team. Megan shares how a typical day looks in both of her positions, how these aren't the careers she expected when she was in high school, the importance of internships and networking, and much more. Whether you're interested in a career in merchandising or coaching or are still exploring your options, I hope that what Megan shares today will help all of you make better career decisions and have fulfilling career journeys. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Joust About Careers podcast. And today we have 2019 Van Buren graduate Megan Muzzy with us. And she has a very interesting career story as she's currently working for the Atlanta Braves and also working as a skating coach for Georgia Tech University. So I'm excited to hear her story and hear how she's ended up where she is today. So Megan, thank you very much for joining us. And I'd like to start out by just hearing about what you do as a merchandise associate for the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, so um, at the stadium, we have nine stores total. Um, and then we have two outside of the stadium as well in the little like community right around the stadium. And what I do is I go in and like reorganize all the stores, um, check their like inventory and put stuff out, um, keeping the store stocked, rearranging the stores to make it appealing to the fans as they walk in. Um, We also work down in the warehouse as well. We have a warehouse um, underneath the stadium and we have an offsite warehouse as well. Um, But mainly my job is to get the product from the um, warehouse underneath the stadium and bringing it up to stores, um, keeping track of what else needs to be put out, things like that, keeping it stocked and ready to sell um, for the fans. Um, That's mainly during season, um, during postseason, which unfortunately we just started. (laughs) Um, We have been over at the offsite warehouse a little more, getting ready for inventory. We will do inventory during the offseason. So counting, making sure everything's right, um, anything damaged, pulling that aside, and getting our numbers back up to date as um, being hectic during season, they can fall short or something's missing. And, oh, we found it. It's just located somewhere else. Um, so keeping everything in line and being able to make sure we know where it is and our numbers are more correct. Okay. So how many are how many people are there doing the job that you do? Are there a bunch? Is it just you? So um, right now I'm like at the bottom of the totem pole um, where most people will start working in sports. You work your way up as it may suck at the beginning, but (laughs) you want to do your job at the beginning to work your way up. Um, So right now we have about eight of us over at the stadium. And then there's a handful that will work just offsite as well. Um, That'll like fluctuate if people are in school. Um, but right now we do have more than we normally do. Like last season, at the end of the season, they had three people. Oh, wow. So 
Yeah. Um, so, and like a lot of people use this as like a part-time job. Um, that's mainly what they are looking for, but in my aspect and a few other people were in the sports industry and it's a foot in the door. Okay. Now, what do you do say when the Braves are out of town? Um, do you still go to work and it's just all about the, you know, making sure everything is stocked and so forth? Yeah. So we still work. Um, we, if they're out of town, we work Monday through Friday. Um, but if there's a weekend game coming up, we will work weekends as well. Um, fortunately I only work mornings. I work either eight to two or nine to three, um, due to games being in the evening. I don't work any games, which is super nice right now. Um, but we still work and go restock the store still and making sure they're in size order and just making sure it's perfect leading up to that game. Right. Okay. That's interesting that you don't know if, if it's a night game, you're not there. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so like if there's like a one o'clock game on a Sunday or something, we will be there for part of the day. Um, and it's totally different atmosphere seeing the ballpark empty compared to when there's thousands and thousands of fans there. Right. Right. Um, and even mainly Sundays we work because they're earlier games, but even if there's a day game, we'll work those as well. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I've never really thought about how, all of that works and I've just gone to the game and Hey, I go to the team store and I can buy a shirt if I want to. Uh, there is a lot that happens behind the scenes to make that happen. That's interesting. A lot of our product will start at our offsite warehouse and they will pull what we need and they'll bring it over to us and we bring it out to the stores that they're assigned to. And I don't work with any customers or anything like that either. So. Okay. Interesting. So in addition to working with the Braves, you're also working as the figure skate or competitive figure skating team coach at Georgia Tech University. So tell us a little bit about how that came about. I know you were a skater in high school and we'll maybe talk about college here in a little bit, but um, what does that mean for you at Georgia Tech and how does a typical day look for you as a skating coach? So um, I kind of, obviously I skated in college as well, and I kind of fell in love with the college atmosphere and working with older um, skaters. And so I, when I moved down to Georgia, I started coaching at a rink near here, doing their Learn to Skate program and a few privates as well. And just with talking with a few people and actually my head coach back in Adrian, um, set me up with a girl that used to skate down here. And so then I kind of reached out to her and was like, Hey, like, I'm interested in like helping you guys out. Like, is there someone that I should reach out to and see about pursuing this? And it actually happened to be her. So, um, (laughs) luckily we set up a zoom email, a zoom call and we kind of like work things out. What they do is they have like an e-board so they have the president and treasurer and all those because this is such a new, they just started this program two years ago. Um, so it's very new and they're running it all themselves. Um, so right now I'm doing more of like the on ice coaching and doing lessons there and helping them with their programs or whatever they need really for me. Um, 
but my hopes in the future is to slowly grow this program and not take over, but take over more responsibility um, from them. So are there different types of skating that are involved with the team and you're focused on the figure skating or is it just figure skating? Um, so it's just figure skating, but within figure skating, they have like dance, freestyle, solo free dance. So just different categories um, with different requirements slash elements that they provide. What I did was synchronized skating and figure skating in Adrian. Um, so right now they just have figure skating. Okay. And how far away will you go for competitions? When do those start? When do they end? How does the season look? So for collegiate skating, you go to three qualifying competitions. And then if you qualify, you will move on to the fourth competition for nationals. Um, this year, we actually start in like two weeks as our first competition in South Florida. Um, so we'll be going to South Florida. They have a competition in Delaware and like North Carolina. So it's based on your region um, for your qualifying ones. Mm -hmm. So not too big of an area, but a decent size. Um, and then if you qualify, you have to be in the top four uh, teams within your region to go on to nationals and nationals this year is in New York. So it varies every year. Very cool. As you think about when you were in high school, did you ever foresee yourself working for a professional baseball team and merchandising or as a skate coach for a large university? What were you thinking when you graduated? Personally, no, I was not thinking any <laughs> of that. Um, for the professional baseball side, I knew I had always loved sports and working. I worked retail in high school. I loved that. So then I um, went to school and ended up getting an internship with the Kalamazoo Growlers, um, their baseball team in Kalamazoo, Michigan. I worked there for three summers. I absolutely loved it. Um, I was doing merchandise as well for them. And through the years, got more responsibility and everything. And absolutely fell in love with baseball. Um, and when moving, um, well, when graduating, sorry, I applied to multiple positions. And um, this one obviously stuck out to me because I was like, oh, merchandising. I know, <laughs> I know what that is. Um, <laughs> And so then for the figure skating part, I knew I wanted to coach, um, but not knowing what level. I'd always been a coach throughout high school as well. Um, and then I went to college and fell in love with synchronized skating and the collegiate atmosphere, uh, competitions and stuff. Did you choose Adrian because they had a skating program or was there more to it than that? It was mainly skating. I knew I wanted to skate in college and there are very few um, colleges that have college and skating on the same campus. Um, there are like other places that you can go and skate and not represent a college. It's mm -hmm. a club technically. Um, but Adrian was one of very few around the area, especially um, that allowed me to do both. Do, do you know what any of those other schools are? Because I have to admit, I, I was surprised that Adrian had one and I don't know of anyone else that does. Um, so a lot of them do have like a figure skating team like Georgia Tech. Um, 
but there's also synchronized skating, which I wanted to do. And that's like Trine University. Miami of Ohio has one. Um, Michigan State does. U of M does. Um, And one thing with Adrian is that it was fully funded. um, So we didn't have to pay as much as you would as going to another school. Okay. Very cool. And I'm guessing, did you have to submit videos and things like that from your uh, skating in high school to be able to attend? Yeah. So every school has a tryout. Um, It's like normally March, April-ish, once their season has ended, um, getting ready for the next season. Um, You'll go and try out there. And with COVID now, they have a lot of schools have accepted. You can send in videos. Um, but before then, you had to go to tryouts. Um, it was it's normally a weekend long. For me, I went and stayed in the dorms with other skaters that are currently we're currently on the team. Got to see like the atmosphere of the college and just things like that. It ate at the dining hall. Right. Um, right. Became a college student for the weekend. <laughs> well, that's very cool. So you talked a little bit about your time with the Kalamazoo Growlers, and I also saw that you had some experience at the NFL Draft Fan Fest and some other NFL experiences. How have those experiences contributed to helping you get to where you are today? Did Atlanta, were they big on on seeing that experience? Um, So I guess, how has that impacted your journey? Yeah, so my biggest thing in sports is get all the experience you can. Um, I obviously did my internship for three summers. The school only requires most people to do one internship. Um, so I say go and do as many internships as you can. It doesn't have to be in the same position every time. Um, mine, fortunately, was, and I was able to grow through that. Um, but with the NFL experience, we had a club on campus called our Sports Management Club. I became a member freshman year, um, you know, just your typical active person. At that point, we were just doing like Zoom meetings with guest speakers. We hosted a conference with a bunch of different um, networking ideas, basically. And sophomore year, we were going to sophomore year, and I just got a text from one of my uh, teammates and was like, hey, like we're doing eboard um applications like we think you'd be great you should apply to this one so I did it was their uh programming chair so I basically just did all the paperwork and stuff for travel and things like that for meetings and we grew that program and I never thought I would take over that program for two years my junior and senior year I was the president um and throughout those years we did trips to the NFL Fan Fest. Um, they went to the College Football National Championship game. We have gone to the Super Bowl for three years now and worked. Um, they did the NCAA Final Four. So they do a bunch of different um, networking events and that has helped as well because it's experience on your resume and just being able to show that you actually went and did this event and knowing 
you're getting, you're also getting your foot in the door to places. You're able to talk about, oh, I actually went and worked this event. Now it might be the nitty gritty things that no one wants to do, like picking up trash, but you were there and you were, you can say that you worked it. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That networking is really, really important. I'm guessing even in sports, it's more important because, um, there's a lot of people that want those jobs. And if you know somebody, that does always help. So what was it like to move from Atlanta or from, I'm sorry, from Van Buren, Ohio, a little small town to Atlanta, Georgia? It's been an adjustment, but I was ready to get out of the Midwest and I love to travel and experience new places. So I was fortunate enough to be able to do that. Um, I love it down here so far. Um, I've only been here since May, but nice weather, <laughs> a lot warmer than up in Ohio. Um, so I've loved it a lot. Um, I am, I fortunately was able to move down here with my boyfriend and his family. So I had people around here that I somewhat knew and his friends and so on to help comfort that big move, I guess. Right. Yeah. I love right. it so far. Good, good. So in the short time that you've been with the Braves, you've earned the Homestand Hero Award, the Diamond Honorees Award. Can you tell us a little bit about what those are? And uh, I know you got like a medal or a coin for the one, and it looks really, really cool. Yeah, so for the Homestand Hero, um, obviously there's a bunch of homestands, and they typically give one out. They try to give one out every homestand, but doesn't quite work that way um, sometimes. But so I got the Homestand Hero in June or July and it's just showing someone has recognized that you did a good job that um, Homestand or you went above and beyond to say help a customer or um, made sure all the shirts were in size order. Um, Just going above and beyond what you are, what you are expected to do. The Diamond Honoree is a bigger thing. It's monthly by department and they choose one person per department and you go out and are recognized on the field before, during pregame, you get a little pin. They do a big like ceremony before they feed you, et cetera. Um, That is just basically an employee of the month. Um, Again, showing that you care about your work right? and um, again, going above and beyond. Yeah. And, you know, for someone who is, has not been there very long, that that's pretty impressive to earn both of those already. So very cool. So as you think about career aspirations, uh, do you have any goals that you have set for yourself, you know, whether it is staying with the merchandising or do you want to go into other aspects uh, with teams what are your thoughts on that? Um, so right now I am leaning more towards the merchandising. I've actually had um, an interview for a full-time position um, with the Braves. So another thing I would say is if you're at the bottom of the temple, apply, 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 and you'll eventually get those interviews. And it could work out in the future one day to have interviews under your belt, you know? Um but I did apply for a full time and I ended up going with someone else, but she loved talking to me and was like, Hey, like I will reach out to you and I want you to apply to this. 
And I have applied to a few other positions with the Braves, their trainee programs. Um, the way I describe it is like their internships. Um, so you work with a full-time um, employee and work there from January to the end of the season. Um, so you're there full-time and getting that experience on your belt. And then eventually, like the girl that was in the training position moved up to full-time, actually the position I applied for. Right. So like it works out in the future. Um, so even if you're at the bottom, apply, apply. That is what I've learned from being here. Um, and like I said, I've applied to other positions already. And everyone is very helpful with, oh, you want to go the marketing route? I'll help you get into that marketing department. Um, and just getting your foot in the door. But for me, I am looking to stay more merchandising. I do have event experience as well. Um, so I've looked into that a little bit and that is one of the programs I applied for in the trainee position. That's nice to know that a team like the Braves or, you know, a company or whatever it might be, that they're willing to put time and effort into their employees to help them grow and advance. And, uh, so that's, has to feel good to know that they're, they're wanting you to continue growing and developing. Yes. Any cool experiences as far as meeting people um down there with the Braves or is it like you said you don't really get out into the uh with or interact with customers much I, you know when you're on the field have you have you talked to Ronald Acuna and uh or um, uh so we our warehouse is actually like right where all the players park um so we will see them and we'll pass them in like passing and say hello um I have seen Brian a few times. Um, but other than that, it's mainly you're there to do your job and that's about it. You right. you can you'll see them. Um, but it's not like, oh, let me go have a conversation with you real fast and then I'll go back to work. Right. Right. Now when you say Brian, is that Brian Snicker? Is that correct? Their their yeah, manager? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I guess we were working the day that they did their red carpet event. Um when they flew to Philly for um, postseason, they all lined up with their families um, backstage and they where they were was right where one of our stores were. So like seeing that was really cool. Um, and typically they get there around the time I'm leaving, but there's are also a few people that show up earlier and they're on the field warming up. Um, but other than that, it's not hello, uh, what's your name, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, there are cool experiences um, that you do get to see. Right, right. So as you think about what you've experienced so far, and I realize, again, you're, you know, what, six months or so since you graduated from college. Uh, is there anything that you know now about careers or life in general that you wish you had known when you were in high school? Yeah, my biggest thing is take advantage of your teachers, your parents, guardians, um, and go talk to them about anything like you think you might want to do. Go shadow people. Um, take advantage of career days. When I I was just thinking about this earlier today, when I did my career day, I think I just shadowed someone to shadow someone and actually taking that into consideration and thinking about 
who you actually want to shadow and see if that would be a job that you would actually want to do and not go to college and wait, not waste four years, but waste four years and realize, oh, I should have majored in this would have helped me better. Right. Um, but yeah, don't, don't be scared to ask questions, especially to teachers. Um, again, career days, take advantage of those. That'd be my biggest thing. And I would say that's some very good advice and we're getting ready for our big uh, career day on November 7th. So it will be here soon. So Megan, I greatly appreciate you sharing about your career. Uh, I'm very jealous. I would love to work for a uh, professional sports team. I think that'd be really enjoyable. But again, I think there's probably a lot more glamour that we think is there. And a lot of times it just comes down to hard work. And that's what you're doing now. And I look forward to seeing how uh, that pans out for you as you continue continue your career journey. So good luck as you continue. Thank you. And thank you for having me today. Thank you for making the Joust About Careers podcast part of your day. I hope you learned valuable information from this career story. And to be sure you don't miss upcoming episodes, please click subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform so you'll know when the next episode is released. Thank you for spending a portion of your day with me. And as always, come back next week to learn even more just about careers.